a lot of people think like, oh, people going out and doing things alone, like that means they're lonely, that means they have no friends. No, it's not that. I have friends. It's just, I don't want to wait for somebody else to do things that I want to do. I don't want to have to be on someone else's schedule. Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to another episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast. My name is Hannah. And I'm Emily. Welcome back for another episode. I'm going to go ahead and apologize ahead of time for my voice because Hannah's been over here making me laugh, which I still have like a residual like bronchitis, sinus infection, cough. You do, and it's bad. And it's bad. So (laughs) if I... Excuse me, I'm so sorry, like, that my doctor is not available. Um, Your doctor needs to be more available for your needs. Look, I live in a city full of four million people, I was about okay? To say, I'll take what I can you get. You can probably get an appointment, like, once every two years. Yeah, I take what I can get. So... I'm going to probably try to mute myself most of the episode. I know, shocking. What? Me? Emily? Quiet? Oh! You mean I have to speak? What? <laughs> I see so many tweets of like, I t- hold on, I actually screen grabbed this one, I was going to send it to you <laughs> earlier. It was like, you should just share it on the podcast if it relates. There has to be a second person on the podcast whose sole purpose is the host's validation. <laughs> and that's- I feel like that's a pretty good definition of my... Uh, commentary on the podcast. Like I the was host, proud of myself the, for asking Blaine a question last week, and you used it I as was the thrilled. real. And I was like, "Yes, yeah, show the people that I talk." Show I was thrilled. Them. I know. I was thrilled. <laughs> thrilled. Yeah, I was like, "Yes, go Hannah." Go Hannah. That's not. Even, that's not even. Well, because like, down. Not even here's scripted. the thing. Here's the thing. I. If, I don't know if you've ever caught on. Um. Maybe you haven't. That's why it hasn't. You haven't Who, done me? it. Yes. Oh, um, but I thought you were talking to the gals. Okay. Whenever like we're doing interviews, like I after like a cast responds, I do pause a little bit to see if you will jump in oh. <laughs> and ask the next question. Oh, and I then always you don't. Thought you were, mm, I thought you were processing. Okay, noted. <laughs> Just in case, I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to assume. So I like give pause. I think I think I might have. I think I might be a little bit slower processor than I thought I was. Not, not in the sense of like I don't understand what you're saying to me, but in order for me to formulate a response that makes sense, I have to like think about it again. I don't know. I'm very much a like I need to talk out what I'm gonna say before I say it, uh, mm-hmm. which does not always serve me well. But that's okay. Here we are. I'm getting better. I'll ask questions. If we get these people that I want on our podcast, I'm about to be asking, oh, look what, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, I know. I know you are. I know you are. You're going to be like, like, okay, question number one. I need to know about your husband. Um, (laughs) That white couch that you have in the living area, um, please tell me where you got that. Like, (laughs) I know your whole life and I might be a stalker. Just tell me everything about you. Um, Listen, we don't even, I, you know what? This interview isn't even for, for me. It's for, we we both have dreams. 
We both have dream guests, though, that we want on this well, podcast. And I, and I mean, I feel like everyone does. I feel yeah. like everyone has people that they look up to and they see as like, I, I don't know. Like, like, I was going to say, I mean, like, for instance, I have said before this podcast, I want Nick Vile on this podcast. He is a good guest ask of mine. Him. We could I ask saw him. him. I saw him. I am friends with one of his girlfriend's friends. Yeah, so, so you got that connection already. I should have just gone up to them and been like, oh my God, Natalie, like, you know, so-and-so. Like, you're so-and-so's friend. And then so she would have been like, oh my God, like, how do you know her? And I'm like, I know her through her sister. Um, oh, hi, Nick. <laughs> oh, hi. Long time no see. Um, so what are I you love doing your podcast, on Friday by the way. at 4 p.m.? Yeah, I, I love your podcast, by the way. I think you get, dole out some solid advice. I actually have a dating podcast as well with my co-host here, Hannah. Um, you know, if, if you're ever available, we uh, we would love to have you on the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's okay. That opportunity will come back to us even better. Like, it'll be better. Uh, it just least, wasn't meant yeah. to, it wasn't meant to be, you know? He was, you know... They were in a just, rush. They were they, they were trying they were to busy. get out. They yeah. were busy. They were attending an influencer event. So it's just wrong time. They didn't feel like the time and place. Right people, wrong time. Yeah. But yeah, that. I think I think every podcast host has like a dream guest that they would love mm-hmm. to have on their show. Mm-hmm. Um I'm sure you guys Mine have dream still guests. might be Miley Cyrus. I mean, I could pretty much listen okay. to her talk all day. Okay. Um we're already stretching to get Nick Vile. I don't know how. All I have to do is contact Miami. Joe Rogan. Like, he's my best friend. <laughs> I have no connections. What? <laughs> the closest anyway. connection I have to a famous person <coughs> is my producer. That's. Oh, and my mom. My mom, my mom grew up with Zach Galifianakis. Wouldn't he be a blast? <laughs> I would die for that. <laughs> I would actually die. Like, yo, Zach. <laughs> for that. What are you doing? <laughs> Let's make that happen for I sure. I mean, okay. I'll work on it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, I would love to know what the gals, like, who they would love to see, like, on this podcast. Like, do mm-hmm. they have dream guests for us to interact with? Like, I would love to know. Let us know. Maybe we can comments. leave a little, like, poll on Instagram Instagram. where people can type in like who they want us to interview because I it seems I mean it seems that everyone loves the interview episodes and they love I mean I love the interview episodes I mean I love them um because I just feel like it's so nice to have like someone else's input and everyone that we've interviewed I feel like is in a different stage of their life so it's just been really interesting so well I was talking to Maddie the other day Maddie Mayo from okay sis and it's so funny because we both agree that podcasting is such a hack. Like if there's people in a certain field that you want to talk to and have like a 45 minute conversation with podcasting is such a great way to do that because you can literally just hit them up and like they, they get benefits out of it because they're getting exposure by coming on your podcast. Yeah, You get to talk to them for an hour. It's mm-hmm. great. Like yeah. it's seriously such a great networking hack. Um, and I've met tons of friends by doing it. I got my job Literally, because Literally we have the show. Yeah. It's great. Um, so if you ever thought about like making a podcast, I was literally just at a screenwriters meetup in Santa Monica a couple days ago, and I had mentioned to a couple people that I worked in podcasting and that I was also a podcast host. And, you know, when I tell people that, I get pitched their podcasts immediately. Oh, and I'm like, course. guys, 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 I do not have any 
power in acquisitions at my company. Because like, if I did, the gals would be there. <laughs> the gals guy would already be picked up. My I'm company. just kidding. Um, but yeah, like I, I was like, I have no power in acquisitions. Like I really don't. Um, I'm at the newest hire. I'm bottom of the totem pole. But um, some people pitch me certain ideas. And I'm like, you know, it is just sound redundant. I mean, I I think our podcast is redundant at some point because mm-hmm. there's so many dating and podcasts out there. But you have to make a creative spit on it in order to be successful. And then some people have pitched me fictionalized podcasts. And I think those are fantastic ideas because I will say as somebody who works in the podcasting industry, that is where the podcasting industry wants to go. A lot of the bigger companies, especially the ones that I work for, want more fiction podcasts out there. So, so what do you mean you, by like a fiction podcast? So like basically like a scripted show, like where it in a, a series, like a TV series, like a mini series, but instead of there being a visual element to it, it's all it's just, audio. Oh. Yeah, it's like a it's like a um, audible, like an audio like, book. Yeah, and but there's also sound design involved in it too, and there is those ambiance sounds that you know put you in the environment. So and it's like, using, and you're using voice actors. Like, uh, there's okay. one that my company does own. I'm not going to disclose what the show is because I don't want to reveal the company that I work for. Um, but we've had two huge celebrities. Um, one was on Parks and Rec. The other one is another famous actress from um, a Hulu show that I don't know the name of at the top of the moment, but. Um, you know, this, they had two voice actors come in. They had people write down, make a script of this, come up with a whole series. And so you just take the visual element out of it. Like you would write like just like a film and you add in a lot more sound design. And, you know, you had to have really good voice actors who can do the emphasis because that's what they're going off of. It's like how you would do animation films. Um, yeah. You know? So that's um, super cool. Yeah. And I think that they're great to listen to. I mean, there's so many that I personally would recommend um, that, and I'm saying this because I'm not affiliated with any of these by any means, but these are fictionalized podcasts that I have listened to. First one being Passenger List, an amazing fictionalized podcast. Um, it was one that I saw the premiere of at the Austin Film Festival back in 2019. It's a great show. It's really, really interesting, captivating. If you like um, thrillers and suspenseful, mm-hmm. um, like if you liked Manifest, you probably would like Passenger List. Um that's the only one I can think of off the top of my head because it's eight o'clock at night and I cannot think of anything else. Um, but I, yeah, fictionalized podcasts are really, really taking off. And I, I mean, there's also scripted nonfiction podcasts where it's like a documentary that you're mm-hmm. looking into. Yeah. Um, there's so many that I work on that, um, you know, it's the same aspect. It's like a regular podcast, but instead of it being like interview based and like, you know, unscripted like ours is, you have a whole script to it and it's like serial. Like, you know, yeah. everybody loves cereal. And that's like a documentary true crime podcast. There's a ton of other ones that are doing like that. Um, one that won the Ambie Award, which is the podcast uh, award ceremony that happens every year. It's like by the Podcast Academy, because that's a thing. Um, it's called 912. And uh, it is about the day after 9 11. Um, and everybody talks about 9 11 and how that, you know, affected so many people, but no one talks about the day after 9-11 and the aftermath that people were left in. And it's like, what kind of world that left and where do you find comedy again? Because the guy who hosted used to work on the daily show and worked in the comedy world. Where do you find humor in a post 9-11 world? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. so, and they interview people who, you know, 
that were involved that like you know were victims and their or their families members were victims of 9/11 and people who were in the middle of America and had no connection or were just like cut off from a lot of society um like the Amish who had no like idea about a lot of these events and like the extent of it because when you're in Manhattan and you were there to witness it versus you were in North Carolina and seen 24-hour news coverage of it, your, your experience of that day was so different. Yeah, um, that's very and, true. Um, yeah, it, and then the aftermath of it with politics and war and all that stuff, all that plays into it. It's a really fascinating podcast, but that's a scripted one, too. Like It's nonfiction, but there's a script to it. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. I just feel like it's so diverse. Like, the podcasting world is so diverse. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like you really, like, find what you like, too. And then, like, like, for example, like, I I like the true crime ones, and I mm-hmm. like the, like, I feel like I'm talking to my, like, big sisters or other sisters or best friends. Yeah. I like that, like, chit-chat. Like, crime chit-chat. junkies? Mm-hmm. Crime yeah. junkies? That's all scripted. Every single show Ashley right, Flowers right. hosts murder, is a scripted Murder with show. my husband, same. Yeah. It's the similar, like, scripted vibes. Like, it's... Yes. And I, li- and I like that. I like having that compared to, like, just, like, two people shooting the shit because, like... Even if they have, even if they're, even if they are like shooting the shit and also interviewing and like they're bringing something to the table. Like, I like that there's like structured podcasts and then like more unstructured where like, it's okay to go on tangents. It's okay to like make these, you know, comments, you know, whatever. Like now. Yeah. Like (laughs) where we're talking about podcasting for 17 hours, but yes. (laughs) What is your captivation, though, before we get into the chunk of today's episode, uh, since this was not intended to be a how to start a podcast episode? How to fall in love with podcasts. Um, You told me about these, and I got them during the Sephora sale. I have been looking for under eye, like, gel patches, and I got the Peter Thomas Roth um, cucumber gel patches. I've been putting them in my fridge. Okay. Which is amazing. Um, And they're fabulous. I think there's like 60. I don't know. There's a ton in there. I mean, they're in there. And you got to use this little like clear thing to get them out, but which is very sanitary. Go Peter Thomas Roth. Um, Yeah, I love them. And my fiance wants to try them. We love that. We love a self-care king. Um, But (laughs) he he now has called me. My new nickname is now Tadpole. (laughs) Because these under eye gel (laughs) patches are green. And he says I look like I have tadpoles under my eyes. So that was a new one for me. I have a lot of nicknames. Yo, Tadpole. He was like, okay, Tadpole. And I was like, the heck did you just call me? And he's like, tadpole. And I was like, what? And he was like, you look like you have tadpoles under your oh eyes. Like, that's your new nickname. And I was like, great. This one has to take the cake. I hey, never, tadpole. never a day in my life did I think my future husband would call me tadpole. So here we are. That's every day. Hey, tadpole. Hey, yo, tadpole. As long as he doesn't say it in his vows, then um, we're good. <laughs> Could you imagine? I take the tadpole to be my lofty one in There's so many nicknames. I just have this really bad feeling that they're going to come out somewhere, somewhere, somehow. Oh, if not in my slideshow, somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fiesta uh, is one that he calls me. Cupcake. Tadpole. There's many yeah. more, but okay. Fiesta is one of them. 
Because I said I, I, I texted him one day and said I was being feisty and I accidentally said fiesta and yeah, that's that's it. So I'm a party, if you didn't know. I think it's pretty fitting. <laughs> Anyways, what is your captivation, oh, Miss Emily? Fiesta. Jesus, that's great. Yeah. Um. So my captivation is makeup. Obviously, if it's not TV, it's skincare and makeup. Let's be real. That's what it's come down to. And I am an oily bitch. Uh, <laughs> Can make some French fries on my face. <laughs> hey now, uh, hey you're not now. wrong. <laughs> but you're not wrong. <laughs> so I constantly have to powder my face throughout the day, and I don't like looking cakey. Like I, I'm an oily queen, but we're not about to look like Betty Crocker up in this bitch. Okay, like, like, it's almost like you just want to powder enough so that it looks glowy. Yes, but not like you've put grandma powder all over your face. Mm-hmm. So introducing the say say Rad- say. S-A-I-E. Say-E. That's fine. No. French people uh, don't know what multiple vowels supposed to sound like. It's fine. Yes, they do. Um, <laughs> Honestly, they probably they probably know better. Je parle en français. They do. <laughs> um, uh, but it is their Airset Radiant Loose Setting Powder. And it is... I used to love the Hourglass Setting Powder. Don't get me wrong. I still do. But for the amount that a product that you get and the like amount that it costs it's just not justified it's like forty dollars and you don't wait is hourglass still a brand yeah they just don't sell champagne pop anymore that's becca oh i'm an idiot (laughs) becca's not a brand anymore correct oh okay i was like i didn't think the champagne pop people were okay yeah okay hourglass how dare you hourglass is way more bougier i'm so sorry like, I just don't think I could make an A and knowing all of the brands. I'd probably... It's okay. It's okay. I, I feel I like I would be a, like a solid C, maybe a D. It's okay. it's okay. I worked at Sephora for five years. Um, yeah, you kind of have to know it. So. so, yeah. Trust me, people would ask me questions and I would pause before answering. I'm like, sorry, just give me one second. I'm like running through our inventory in my head. Um, and they're probably like, so oh my goodness. I'm like, I have everything memorized. It's just, you gotta give me a second to access it. But this is a beautiful loose powder that has a slight sheen to it. So it does mattify, but it doesn't, like it controls your oil, but it doesn't like make you look flat. You still have a radiant glow to it. It's very, very lightweight. I think it's a lot more lightweight than the hourglass one is. And it just looks really invisible on like my foundation. Uh, and I love how it just sits beautifully and it controls my oil. I wish that they had like a, um, pressed version that I could put in my bag. Cause I hate carrying a brush around with mm, me yeah. and the powder if I want to touch up, but it is a really nice powder that does last for a really long time. And they have multiple different shades of it. That's going to be close to your skin tone. And I wear the, just the regular translucent one, but yeah, I really like it. And it's all clean ingredients and clean packaging with the Sephora um, brand. Ooh. So yeah. I love that. But before we get into today's episode, a couple housekeeping things really quickly. Make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at the Gals Guide Pod and on our personal socials as well as mine's at Emily Elise. Mine is at Hannah Nicole Adams. 
And if you're listening on Spotify, hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure you hit subscribe and give us a rating and review. And if you're listening on any other streaming platform, hey, hi, hello. If you can subscribe on there, subscribe on there. What's up, girl? Uh, yeah, so let's get to today's episode. Today, we are talking about finding comfort and being alone. I feel like we talk about this idea a lot, but we've never dedicated a whole episode to it outside of like our holiday episode where we it was the single all the way oh one. yeah and it was that how was to forever deal ago with, yeah that was how to deal with being alone around the holidays but like me personally like I am in a phase in my life where I am just so tired of dating um I have literally no motivation to get on any of the apps it's not that I don't want to date. I do want a relationship, but I have no interest right now in pursuing one because it is exhausting to constantly be on the apps and, you know, or meeting people in person. It's just exhausting sometimes. And you're just like, I, all these people like are not interesting. I am going based off a couple pictures and a couple prompts. I, I'm t- I work all day. I'm too exhausted to build a conversation with somebody that I just met. Like, it's so draining sometimes. And on top of that, I personally am still new into LA. So I'm trying to build a good network of friends, but I don't have a solid core friend group that I'm like, oh, I want to do this with this person. I want to do that with that person. Like, I have my go-to friends for certain things. I'm still building these friendships. And, but there's still so much that I want to do. And so I'm learning not to limit myself to not doing experiences because I don't have someone to do them with them. So like at the beginning of this year, I started going to the movie theaters by myself, which was something that I never done before. I mean, I had in college, let me preface that I am an only child. So there is a lot of independence already built into me because I had to be independent when I was, uh, Growing up, if I, you know, I didn't have my friends or, like, I wasn't with my parents, I had to somehow entertain myself um, whenever, you know, they were at work or something. On top of that, I did live alone throughout most of my undergrad um, years at college. There's a lot of independence already built into me, but I have noticed that there are some aspects of my life that I am not totally independent on. Mm-hmm. And there's so many things that society has built into us that we have to be able to do it with friends. One of them being going to the movies. And honestly, in some theory, it makes no sense to go to a movies with friends because you're not talking to them during the movie. I'm sitting there trying to engage the movie. I'm someone who loves film. Like I'm sitting there fully I'm not distracted when I'm at a theater I am 100% engaged in this film and yeah because you're paying freaking $20 to go see it you better be watching it (laughs) I recently went to a film with my roommate and one of her friends and like we didn't really talk about the film afterwards that much just like a little bit we the most we talked was like during the previews like oh yeah I want to see that film afterwards oh yeah I want to see that I mean that was it but like there was no like post film um and like her friend was a film person like she works in the industry so but there was no post film digest that like you know i would expect or something it's almost just like the comfort of having them there yeah it's like you it's like you just need that com it's almost like a comfort blanket like a yeah because society a lot of people think like oh people going out and doing things alone like that means they're lonely that means they have no friends no it's not that i have friends it's just I don't want to wait for somebody else to do things that I want to do. I don't want to have to be on someone else's schedule 
in order to do that, like, it's just so much more frustrating when it's like, I have a free Sunday. None of my other friends do. Why am I, I want to go see this movie. Like, I went and saw Doctor Strange recently by myself. It's like, either all my friends have seen it because I saw it on opening night, or all my friends are busy. I want to see this film, so I'm just going to go and see it. Granted, it was fucking annoying because there's only 30 of us in this theater and a family decided to sit next to me. And I'm like, you guys fucking, there's, there's, this is the largest theater in this complex and you chose to sit next to me. There's only 30 of us in here. Sit somewhere else. Please. You should have moved. But yet, (laughs) I was, no, my petty ass was staying right fucking there. I was going to say, you're too stubborn. You probably got like a really good seat and you're like, nope. Oh, they had, I was like texting on my phone. I was like, I'm making noise. Like, I'm going to be the most annoying person you've ever sat next to at a movie theater now because you chose to sit next to me when there's like a thousand more seats around me. Mm -hmm. Um, But regardless, I mean, like when I was in college, I ate in a cafeteria alone some days um, because it was between classes and I needed food. So I would just eat on campus alone. Um... I've gone to coffee shops alone and like done work and sat there. I've went to plays alone in undergrad because I was a theater major and I had to go to all the plays. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was at one of the plays one time and I was very fine with going alone to the plays. And these people who were friends with one of the people in the show, they saw me sitting alone and um, they knew me and they were like, oh my God, come sit with us. Like, you don't have to sit alone. I'm like, I, I went and sat with them because I wasn't going to say no, but I was like, you guys I don't theater, want to. You're not theater people, so you don't get this. But I'm like, I'm fine with watching this by myself. Like, I know everybody in the show. Like, there is also that comfort, too, of, like, I know everybody in the show. Like, I don't need somebody else to go with. Yeah. Um, my roommate travels alone all the time. She'll go on vacation a lot by herself. She'll go. I mean, she also used to travel for work all the time. So she's so comfortable with doing a lot of things by herself on top of that. Um but lately, I have said one of my resolutions for this year was to go out to eat alone. And I am thinking about doing it on Monday. I'm thinking about doing do it. it. My roommate's going to be out of town. I'm thinking about doing it on Monday. And I'm thinking about going to the, um, that oyster place I took you to in Santa Monica. Oh, and sitting so at good. The, sitting at the bar and, you know, just getting, like, going at happy hour when there's, like, a discount. And, like, you know, getting, like, a dozen oysters, getting a lobster roll. And, like, I feel like there's a little bit more comfort when you sit at the bar, too, because you can, like, talk to the bartender Mm -hmm. um, sometimes, and it's just more acceptable. I mean, but I would be fine, I think, sitting at a table, and I think I'm choosing this restaurant because it's my favorite one in the city. It's by the beach, and there's a lot of comfort because I've gone there so often. Yeah. um, You're already familiar with it. It's not, like, a huge new experience on top of being there alone. Exactly. And yeah. also going on a Monday, like at happy yeah. hour is a lot, when it's a lot more like died down, I think would be really nice too. Um, because I recently said too, like, I really want to go to New York. Um, I have a lot of friends that are moving to New York and I really want to go see them. Um, but I want to go alone, I think. I think, mm-hmm. I think I would love to just go to New York on a, for a weekend by myself and like write. And with that, I would want, I would have to go like out to eat at dinner by myself. And there was some comfort around that where I was like, well, I'm traveling alone. Like I have to eat. So yeah, like that, I feel like in New York, it's fine if you eat alone. I think in bigger cities, it's so much more acceptable to eat alone because mm-hmm. no, and that's the thing too. No one gives a fuck about it. 
Oh, like, literally no one is even worried about you or looking at you or literally cares because they have so yeah. many other, like, I mean, it's the same thing as when like you're like, for example, like I went to Chipotle the other day and I got food and I was like, I should just sit down in here and eat. Like I'm starving. And I yeah. still like went in my car and went home and I was like, as I'm in line at Chipotle, I'm not looking to see who everyone he is here with and who they're sitting with. I literally give zero about these people. Honestly, honestly. I feel like honestly, I feel like Chipotle is a great place to start out with. I like, know, you know. I know. And I was like, I'm gonna do it. I'm just gonna sit down. Like I'm so hungry. And then I chickened out and walked out the door and went to my car and went home and like Especially sat said, like, by myself. I still was eating by myself. I was just in my home. Yeah. yeah. Like it. It would have just made more sense to just eat there. And I feel like if part of me, I don't think that if I'm eating alone, like I will enjoy the food more maybe. Oh, <laughs> like, cause you'll yeah. be able to savor it more. Um, but yeah, I, I like just think it's a- cool. Like when I see young, like, like young people eating by themselves, like I'm like, that person is so independent. They are so confident. Like I, exactly. w- I want to thrive and be like them because exactly. I just, I think it just exudes this. Like, I don't give a shit about what you think or like I'm just gonna do like I'm literally doing like I'm doing like me. you're not limiting yourself from enjoying experiences because that's the thing like there's so many things that I want to experience like yes is it fun to go check out a new restaurant with a friend like there are some places down like I will not go by myself like you will not catch me at Craig's by yeah, myself by yourself. yeah like yeah. No. No, yeah. no I have to go that I have to go there with a friend but like I really love oysters and I really have been craving seafood my roommate is allergic to oyster like it's all seafood I don't, a lot of my friends don't like seafood. Like, I only have one friend out here that likes seafood, and he works on set, so he's not always available. Mm-hmm. And he also lives in the valley, so we're not near each other. So, like, we don't and like that often. And, like, seafood is not, seafood's not a takeout no option. No, like, you, no. you, you, you can't go, get oysters, you can't get you, oysters to go. You gotta go eat it there. Like, yeah. it's, and, like, yeah, we went, but it's almost already been a month. So, it's like, and I'm like, I really you, like, want, you just want to be able to go. Yeah. And I'm like, I feel like going and doing this is going to be so much more casual. And like, I'll have my phone and I, I've ate like in the food court alone by myself before. Um, I had Chipotle like in a food court by myself and I had my AirPods on. And I was just like listening to a podcast, like as I ate, like it's totally chill. Cause I used to like not want to eat. Like when I worked retail, I didn't want to eat in the break room in the back. Like I wanted to get out of the store. So I would go find a place in the food court and just sit there and eat and it's a lot better um or sit in my car and eat sometimes but yeah like there's so many things like I I think after I eat by myself I think the next step would be going to like a comedy show yeah alone yeah um going to a concert alone terrifies me that makes me nervous just for safety reasons Yes, yes. But yes. I think like a comedy show would be fine. I also think that it goes back to that whole mindset of like romanticizing your own life and like, yeah. like, because once you go and do this, if you plan to do this Monday, like once you go and do this Monday, you're going to feel so much more empowered to like go and do it again. Oh, yeah. Because and now that you're going to be like, move- heck yeah, I got my oysters. Heck yeah, I'm in Santa Monica. Like, why don't I just like take a take a drive? Or like, I also yeah. want to go look in this store. And like, I haven't had the opportunity. To, like, it just opens up doors for you to like explore and do things that you've wanted to do, mm-hmm. but have literally like held yourself back from doing because someone was busy or at work or whatever. And so then like, then you waste your whole day off and then you're like, well, shoot, like, I feel like I, I I missed another day of exploring my new 
city that I live in. Yeah. So. Like my roommate went to the beach by herself the other day because she had the day off. And I was thinking the other day about how my birthday falls on a Monday this year. And I take my birthday off every single year. That is the one. Like, yeah. I apparently that's a thing um, that I didn't realize people do. So I worked mine and I'm, I'm I from no. now on will no longer be doing that. I it will never work my from birthday. now on be a me day. I'm done. I'm done I working have, my birthday. I've worked I've my birthday every worked. single year. I've never no. had it off. No, I have never worked my birthday. Um, like at any job I've ever had, I have never worked my birthday. That is my one rule. And I was trying to think, I was like, I don't have like you out here. I don't have any other close, like I have friends out here, obviously, but like they all have jobs. So I'm like thinking like, what do I want to do on my birthday? And I thought about like just going to the beach by myself, uh, and just hanging on the beach and, you know, um, having like a little picnic by myself and, you know, and then going out for dinner with friends afterwards. But because I'm not going to stay in my apartment all day on my birthday. No, like, I'm going to go no. out and do something, yeah. especially if I'm having the day off. Um, but, yeah, like, I, I mean, I love shopping alone. That's, like, my favorite thing to do. It's not good for my wallet to shop alone by any means. Um, no. Because but I, feel like I would that, convince myself like, to buy anything. I feel like shopping alone is even, like, more socially accept- acceptable. I feel like the things to do alone that are socially acceptable are shopping, going to coffee shops, and, like... Riding on public transportation. Yeah. I <laughs> Outside went got, of that, I'm not really sure. <laughs> I mean, I went shopping alone, and um, it was really hot in L.A. that day. It was, like, 90 degrees, and there was an ice cream place nearby that I really wanted to try out. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to get ice cream. And granted, it was messy, and they, they had no seats on the inside, so I had to go eat it in my car. But I was like, I really want ice cream. I would have sat there and ate it at the place if they had oh, tables. Oh, yeah, definitely. But um, they it was so small, they didn't have any. Uh, so I just got it instead of my car and ate it, but it was the one, the best ice cream ever. It was after's ice cream uh, mm-hmm. in Highland Park. If you're curious, I got the Cookie Monster one, which is vanilla ice cream tinted blue, like Cookie Monster. Oh yeah. With chocolate chips, fudge swirl, brownie batter, and cookie dough. That sounds oh my, it was the best. It was the best. My mouth blew afterwards, obviously. That's okay. But... Oh my god, it was the best one. That and then Dark Matter is also another one I would recommend because uh, it's like uh, chocolate ice cream that's tinted black with brownie batter um, mm. swirled it. And oh my god, it was so good. Um, so after ice cream in Highland Park, highly recommend. <laughs> I love it. I love that. But, but yeah, like it was, I'm like, I am not going to deprive myself of these little joys anymore. And I think the reason I want to do this too it's a way of also me breaking codependency in a way because if I can enjoy taking myself on these dates and going out and doing all these things by myself, it's going to have to, you're going to have to prove to me more that it is worth doing with you now too. Mm. You know what I, does that make that's sense? A good, yeah, that's a good point. Like you, like have, to, already, you have to prove that you're worth my time because I'm already like enjoying doing all these things without you by myself. Yeah. Like, I don't, like you're need, gonna have I don't to, need you to go do X, Y, and Z. Like, you're going to have to add to this experience even more for me to want to do it with you. Ooh, look and at I, you raising the bar. I think it. I think it's so healthy and good. I mean, I, I do, like I said, I'm an only child, so I have always enjoyed my own company. And it was interesting to hear from, like, my roommate, who is also very extroverted. She was so shocked that I considered myself to be an extrovert. And I said, yeah, I am, because I do draw energy from other people but I think I'm like an ambivert because I'm very comfortable at being alone um 
I love hanging out with other people. I you get me around other people and I light up the room. I think I'm great around other people, but I'm very fine with hanging out by myself and enjoying my own company. It's because I had to for most of my life, and I'm very thankful that I've been this way. And it's not I just I never feel lonely. Like there, yeah. Preface: There are nights that I do get lonely. There are that any other person does, especially you know being single in a new city wanting to be in a relationship, you do get lonely at some point. That is a thing. Most of the time, though, I do not feel that way. It's just, it comes in waves, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, a a weekend chilling in my apartment by myself sounds great. And, like, literally last Saturday, when I went to Highland Park, like, I, there were stores that I really wanted to go to. And I was like, I'm not going to text any of my friends to go with me. Like, I'm just going to go. Yeah. I'm just going to go and have a day by myself. And I had a great time. And I didn't, you know, need the distraction of having somebody else there with me, you know, to make it more enjoyable because I got to spend as much time doing everything that I want. I didn't feel rushed. You know, I wasn't waiting around for somebody else. It was just really, really relaxing and easygoing. And I think like the one thing I won't do, and I've seen so many girls on TikTok do it, and I think they are amazing. Again, like I said, anytime I see somebody out at a restaurant by themselves, mm-hmm. I I never am judging them. I'm never thinking, oh, they look so lonely. I'm thinking like, fucking, I, I want to be you. Um, I don't know if I could go to a bar by myself. Nope. Hard pass. I see girls do it all the time, and I think, yeah, probably an easier way to meet people, but also, I don't like That's another alcohol. safety place for me. That's another safety that. thing. It's not even that. I don't like alcohol that much. Yeah. To want to go to a bar. I'd rather go to a restaurant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's other things I'd rather do than I go to a bar. Like, I went to a, um, an outdoor cinema showing the other night with a friend. There are people there watching the movie by themselves mm-hmm. because they wanted to see Dirty Dancing, and it was showing at Griffith Park. Like, yeah, I think those are great things to do because you're constantly surrounded by other people that are so consumed with their own lives, especially in L.A. and New York City. So many people in those cities are so self-obsessed with themselves, and they're always constantly, like, analyzing themselves. They do not give a shit about you. Yeah. They are too worry about overthinking their own lives to even think a second about what's going on with you. That's very true. Yeah. But I, I want to know how you feel about independence because you like, you are like, how often are you going out and like, are you doing a lot of things like by yourself, even though like you are like engaged, like, are you still like doing that? Or do you feel like you always have to invite Blaine along to do certain things? So yes and no. Um, because we have talked before about maintaining independence while in a relationship. Right. So. But I always wonder if you feel like you have to invite him to do certain things or there's things you're like, no, like I want to do this like alone. Oh, yeah. I definitely do things by myself. He definitely does things by himself. But he has a really weird work schedule. Um, and mm. for about three, maybe four weeks, he was on regular work schedule to where like our. To like. Well, no, but yeah. But like daytime hours. During daytime hours. So we had like evenings and weekends together, which was really nice because I'm not used to that with him. And so um, for that month, like we did a lot together. Like we cooked or, you know, we hung out, we went and did things. We, you know, 
even just like going to the grocery store together, which was so nice because I'm so tired of having to figure out like what to get him when he doesn't make me a list. (laughs) So like just even like simple things like that, but it was just fun and it was nice because that's all stuff that I'm like used to doing by myself. Mm -hmm. Well, he got switched back to his previous schedule. So now we're kind of back in that like whole, I really don't get to see him much, um, which is fine. It's just like, it kind of, it kind of like hurt me. Cause I was like, dang it. Like we were like, we had all these plans to like take the mm-hmm. dogs and go hiking and like mm-hmm. do all these things mm-hmm. on the weekends. And I'm like, but I could still go do those. Maybe not take the dogs hiking by myself because that just seems like a really big disaster. Yeah. Um, but like, don't do that one, but <laughs> like I in a park maybe in a park, yeah, like I've been, I've been really, into trying to like walk every day and now that it's nice outside like I want to at least walk outside every day on top of like working out a couple times a week and so like I was like oh this will be great like Blaine can come with me and he can help me walk the dogs because walking two dogs of two different sizes is a little challenging Mm -hmm. and so I was really bummed this week because I was like, it's so nice. Like, I I really just want to be outside. And so I was like, screw it. Like, I'm just going to take the dogs on a walk, which I used to take Trooper by himself. Him and I used to go on walks all of the time last year. Mm -hmm. But with adding Stella in, it's just a little bit more difficult and challenging because they're just like, they want to pull me in like two different ways. And so I've really been trying to work with them. But I was like, you know, I'm just going to go. And I had a great time. And we walked for about 30 minutes and they were exhausted. And then I went to the gym after. But it's just even like going to the gym. Like Blaine's been like, I really want to go with you. Like I want to, I want something for us to do together, like on a day-to-day yeah. basis. And now that's not really an option. So it's like just getting back into that mindset of like, no, I don't need him. Like I can go work out. Like I know what I'm doing. Like, mm-hmm. or I can go the biggest thing for me is eating. Cause like most of the time I'll try to cook something and eat on it a couple of nights a week. Cause it is just me. And then he has leftovers for work, but there's some nights where I'm like, I really just want to go eat at taco mama. And I'm like, I really just want to go eat there. Cause it's Don't like so it. much better. And I'm like, cause they have seats by the window, right? Yeah. And they have outdoor seating too. So I'm like, I just need to like, just go. Cause I'll be like, I'll call my mom and be like, do you want to go to taco mama? And she's like, no, like I just had so-and-so. I'm like, great. Oh, and then I'll text, that. I'll text my other friend and I'm like, do you want to go to taco mama? And she's like, we just ate. And I'm like, shoot. So then I just go get a takeout and I'm like, that's just mm. not fun. Like I want to go yeah. do something. So I think, I think what I've, cause I've done research on this. So like, Whenever I've, like, you know, been doing research into, like, eating out alone and what other people do, sometimes people bring books. Or, like, you could bring, like, your AirPods and, like, listen to a podcast, like I said about when I did it at Chipotle. Or, like, bring your AirPods and, like, talk to a friend, like, while... Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Like, you could FaceTime me. Mm-hmm. Like... True. We could um, have a dinner date while you having a snack. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> your, my lunch, your dinner. Uh, exactly. But, like, that's always a thing because you're not... Then You don't feel alone then. No. But I have to say, like, when I came out you to visit to you... When I came out to visit you, I loved traveling by myself. That was, it's, like... It is the most efficient like way to travel. Amazing. Oh, my God. Like, even if, even if we were to, like, travel together... Like, travel separate and meet somewhere, like... I don't know. Like, it was just like, I could literally, I, I, I like got it. off the plane and I was like, okay, like I want a coffee. So like, I just went and, and waited in like a, I literally waited in a 50 minute line at the Starbucks. No one else would have done that with me. Yeah. Everyone else would be like, it's fine. Like, let's just go sit down. And I was like, no, I want coffee before this flight. I'm waiting. I don't have to be there for an hour. 
Like I'm doing what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And so it was just really nice to just. You were on your own time. Exactly. And so great. Exactly. I, you know me with airports. I am type A. That's like the one area that I'm like, let me be my Enneagram 8. Let mm-hmm. me take charge and lead. I'm not responsible for a single other person. And it's great. Yeah. because I. Can, oh, you, my God. You can get there. You can be settled. You can be like ready to go. You yes. don't have to worry about anything. You've got your carry on at your side. You literally don't have to worry about a single thing other than you know getting your butt on the plane. And you know what I do in the meantime? You, literally, I call my mom usually. Mm, like I yeah. just like because. 7 a.m. here is like when she is noon uh, there oh yes uh, <laughs> whatever time it is so like um yeah like i'll just usually i like, just call her and talk to her because she like that's the thing like my mom's like one of my best friends so like i can just sit there and talk to her about anything and she'll listen she's like i don't care like i'll talk to you oh um, yeah definitely or like if I'm, if I'm not talking to her i'm just listening to a podcast yeah like watch i watch a youtube video or read i like book. read a book and then i was like messing around on my phone and Honestly, I was eavesdropping on people's conversations. Oh my god! And I was like, I was like, kind of trying. I was like talking. I like talk to random people too, but I could also just like talk to anybody. Yeah. About anything. So I don't know. I'm a people person, and so like that doesn't really like being there didn't really bother me. Here's the other thing too. Here's the other idea that I have about eating out alone. I could meet someone. Well, I was going to say if you sit at the bar, I feel like that's a great idea. Like going to sit at the bar. Blaine and I do that anyways because we prefer yeah, to sit I, at the bar oh, I love we love bar. we love the bartenders listen oh yeah we a Chili's fam over here <laughs> there is this one bartender at our Chili's incredible I love her she's so much fun <laughs> she's like on her way back to Hawaii to get married soon like we just we know her life story oh she gives God. us free yeah. shots like we yeah. just love her and yeah. so Anytime we go somewhere to eat, if there's a bar option, we just sit there. But like yeah, there's so many like single people that just come in. I don't know if they're single, but like people that come in and just sit by themselves. And it's yeah. like that's such a good way to like meet people and make connections within your city. And then if they're yeah. like 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 locals who love to come back to this joint and then it's your favorite and you guys like, you know what I mean? Like you, exactly. you just make friends with the people that are around you. Yeah. And if somebody like sees you and thinks you're interesting, like in like, like a guy, like if a guy sees me and thinks I'm interesting, it's probably so much more approachable for him to come up and talk to me in that scenario than if I had like girls with me. Or like um, come up and stand beside you and order a drink and like have a casual conversation. Yeah, like, like that's where you're gonna meet so your many, guy at so the many. Oysterette <laughs> bar. Like somebody who loves you. You really do need somebody who loves seafood. Like I, I really, do. I really feel like this is the missing piece. I have a whole pescatarian diet at this point. Like I yeah rarely eat chicken now these days. Like I'm eating so much seafood because like, we're I, so tired of chicken. I am so tired of eating chicken. I am, and I mean I live. In Los Angeles, where there's, I have, the, in Winston, like, there was not, an like, an access to as much seafood as I wanted. No, full moon oyster bar. That's about yeah. it. And I, I, you know, I lived in the North Carolina coast for five years. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm so used to having access to seafood. I love it so much that I'm going to take full advantage of it now that I live out here. Like, 100%. I lived near Santa Barbara. Like, Santa Barbara is known for their fucking oysters and their, like, shellfish. Like, I'm going to take advantage of that. Now that I live here and I'm just not going to let all my fucking friends who have allergies to this shit stop me from taking advantage of it. Like, sorry, you can't have it, but I'm going to still enjoy it. I'm st- Oh, trust me. I moved in with my roommate. I was like, so you have an allergy to shellfish. How bad is your allergy? Like, can I cook it? And like the smell of it won't affect you. She's like, oh yeah, no. I was like, 
Fuck yeah, because if I, you told me I couldn't she cook it. She just has to, like, ingest it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I was going to say, I was like, trust me, if you told me I couldn't cook this shit, I was we're gonna, gonna have to. Lease. We're gonna have to relocate. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna have to cancel. One of us lease. is gonna have to leave, and it's not me. <laughs> like I am, you're. I'm a pescatarian at this point. Like I literally am. Um, yeah. Yeah. But because I, I, I have shrimp at least once a week minimum. Yeah. Well, like even point. like there's this sushi I place. Had, there's I a had sushi cod place today. Oh. I had fish and chips. I had fish and chips for lunch. No. Oh. Well, like there's a sushi place down the road, and like. Obviously, sushi is better when you go get it. It's fine takeout. It tastes delicious. Yeah. But I'm like, I could just go sit at the sushi bar and get what I want. Like, it's not that hard. I don't know why it just... Being being alone is like it just it depends on the setting for me, and I and I mm-hmm. don't want it to depend on the setting. Like, I oh just yeah, wanna, like I'm not. I'm I just want to be able to go do it. I I don't know if I could go do a fine dining by myself. I would love to do it. I think it'd be great. I think it'd be badass. To well, do it. it would be cheaper. It'd be cheaper. It'd just be badass, I mm-hmm. think, at the same time. Yeah. Like, fuck yeah, I'm doing this by myself. Um, and, I, yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Like, do not limit yourself. This is going to be the survival tip for this week. Perfect. Don't limit yourself from living and exploring the things you want to do in your life because you don't fit on somebody else's schedule. Like, you claim the independence. Do it on your own. And it's going to be so much more rewarding, I think, when you are able to say, I did this by myself. I had a great fucking time. I was able to go on my own pace. And you know what? Like, now I know my worth. And I now I'm getting to know myself even better by doing this. Yeah, that's great. And so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and our personal social media, which we will have linked in our show notes. Also, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. And then if you're listening to us on Spotify, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.